You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Week number 14 is rapidly approaching. We are stepping in the trenches to bring you this week 14 edition of Jumping the Gun. Hi, everybody. I'm Derek Gunn along with Daniel. It is brought to you by Patterson Square Garden. And, of course, uh, before we look ahead to week number 14, got to go back to what I understand was lucky week number 13 for me. Is that correct, sir? Yes, sir. And, and it was not only lucky because you did get the win by one game, but the one game that swung uh, the week was the Patriots beating the Bills on Monday night with that crazy win. I don't know how, how, how legit you, you consider this win. Absolutely hey, I mean, you, legit. You'll, you'll Billy Ball. Billy Ball. Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime you run the ball as much as they ran the ball and only passed the ball three times and you ran for 222 yards, Buffalo knew you were going to run the ball and you still couldn't stop them in the biggest game of your season. Billy Ball at his finest again. Yes. I am gloating, yes. And I I feel bad for it. Uh, Not only do I feel bad for myself for losing this week to you, but I feel bad for everybody around uh, America that that started Mac Jones (laughs) on fantasy football this week. Oh, my goodness. Rough week. Just a rough week. Uh, But, hey, I mean, I I went 9-5 and this past week, so that's an improvement for me last week. um, And you went 10-4. and So you just got the win this week. Well, let's see if I can keep that trend going. Yeah. All right, we're going to start off with Thursday night. This week, we have the Steelers at the Vikings. The Vikings are getting three points in Minnesota. Well, you talk about a matchup of the lucky and the unlucky. You look at the Steelers. They're on, the, they're on death's doorstep. And, you know, J- John Harbaugh and his crew decided to go for a two-point conversion, and it failed. It should have been converted, but it failed. The Steelers walk away with a huge win to keep the hopes alive for the playoffs. As for the Vikings, they have to live down the embarrassment of allowing the Detroit Lions to get their first win of the season on the last play of the game. Uh, The Vikings are reeling. They're hurting on defense. 
Uh, Dalvin Cook has the shoulder injury. They don't know when he's going to come back. Uh, the Steelers, they're not the Steelers of old, but right now they're one game above sea level. I'm going to pick the Steelers on the road in this game. So you you consider the Vikings to be unlucky after last week? After losing I, I, to Detroit? That's embarrassing at its finest. I, I don't find that unlucky, though. I mean, they're playing prevent defense with the the Viking or the Lions at, like, the 15-yard line. What I mean... How how do you I, I don't understand how you allow that that play to happen. That being said, uh, I'm taking the Vikings <laughs> Thursday oh! night. Hey, it's it's I like the home I like home teams when they're playing on Thursday night. Uh, the Steelers coming off of a big emotional win. I think we're gonna see a little bit of a letdown this week. The Ravens. I mean, the Ravens had had a lot of chances to win that game. Couldn't do it. Uh, I think the Vikings bounce back after a tough tough loss uh to detroit plus the vikings i mean they need the win they're if they're gonna stay in this wild card hunt they need they, they can't slip up here that, that nfc wild card uh battle is very tight i don't so trust kirk the cousins. vikings i don't trust oh. kirk cousins one bit neither do i but do you do you trust ben roethlisberger more than kirk cousins right yes now? absolutely really yes so to, to win one playoff game you're taking this Ben Roethlisberger over Kirk Cousins? Yeah, absolutely. What has Kirk Cousins ever won? That, what is what has he ever won? What has he ever won? I, but Kirk Cousins can throw the ball thirty yards down the field. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You know what? Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in his illustrious career at the helm of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, right now, they're they're still alive. The, the you know the, the lifeline is still beeping, and I believe it's going to beep a little stronger after this game. If I'm being realistic, though, I mean, I'm not taking either of these quarterbacks to win me to win me a game right now. Uh, no. Uh, but but anyway, uh, I'm gonna go with the Vikings there. Uh, next, we have the Ravens at the Browns. The Browns are getting two and a half points in Cleveland. Well, let's see. The Browns are coming off a bye. The Ravens are bird dog in uh, New England for their top seed in the AFC East, uh, which uh, in the AFC, which uh, New England owns uh, right now. Surprisingly, the way they've been playing. Ravens, uh, they, they're, they're licking their wounds now. They had they had the uh, Steelers dead to rights. They let them off the hook. Ravens have dropped to 8-4. and four. They still control the division, but the bigger picture is they don't want to have to go on the road in the playoffs. So I, I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Ravens in this game at Cleveland. I, I, like I said, I've never been a big Baker Mayfield fan. You know, he, he, he plays well sometimes. He doesn't play well other times. I think that Ravens defense is going to get after him. And uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup, but I'll take I'll take the uh, Ravens on the road here. All right. Well, this is interesting for the Browns because they they played the Ravens two weeks ago. Then they get their bye week, and now they get to play the Ravens again. I'm going with the Browns. Uh, I mean, last time they played each other, Browns forced four interceptions from Lamar Jackson. They need to get back to running the ball. That Ravens defense. Talk about getting. Uh, being beat up losing Marlon Humphrey for the season on top of all the injuries that they already have true it's a huge huge loss uh so I'm taking the Browns here uh I, I like the Ravens overall I I, I I trust Lamar Jackson but in a game like this a, a divisional game the Browns are still fighting for the, for a playoff spot I think the Browns being the home team get it done this week next we have the Jags at the Titans the Titans are getting eight and a half points in Tennessee well, the Jaguars just got smoked by the Rams. Uh, they're basically they're already making tea times for after the season. The Titans are coming off a bye. 
Uh, Titans control that AFC South, but again, they're like the Ravens. They're bird dog in New England. Uh, they want to get as high a seed as they can possibly get. Uh, obviously, the Titans are not the same team without Derrick Henry. Uh, that's quite obvious. But considering it's like big brother playing little brother, uh, I'm going to take the big brother in this game and go with the Titans at home. Yeah, I don't think there's anything to this pick. I'm taking the Titans. I like their defense. I like the fact that they're at home. Um, the Titans need to get back into a, into a groove here. Uh, they've, they've had a rough few weeks, but I think the Jags are a good team. Just like how the Rams did last week, the, the Titans need, need to use the Jags as a way of getting back on track uh, offensively. Next, we have the Raiders at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are getting nine and a half points in Kansas City. Raiders could only score 15 points at home uh, against Washington. And I know late in the number one, the Raiders blew that game. They had a pick six. They dropped it. And then uh, later in the game on a deep ball, uh, it, it could have been uh, pass interference on Washington, but it shouldn't have come down to that. Uh, and they didn't get to call. Ra- uh, the, the Raiders didn't get to call. Uh, the Raiders right now, sea level, they're about to go uh, underwater a little bit because the Chiefs are on a roll right now. They've won five in a row. They handled business last week when they took care of the Broncos, uh, you know, very handedly. Uh, uh, Andy Reid's got his boys uh, playing playoff football right now. I'm going to take the Chiefs at home in this game. Yeah, I think it's, like you said, it's two teams going in different directions right now. The Raiders, they're, they're, it's, it's like this season has finally caught up to them with all the drama they've had around the team. It, it's finally reached a, a tipping point for them, and they just, I don't think they have enough uh, to get back on track. That AFC is very competitive right now. And then you have to play the Chiefs in Kansas City, who are on a roll. Uh, I'm going with Kansas City, and uh, I think they continue this hot streak. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to take them with the points, though. This Chiefs team still has has trouble putting up uh, a ton of points. Their defense has been playing great, but uh, their offense hasn't been fully clicking yet, so that's something to keep an eye on there. Uh, next, we have the Saints at the Jets. The Saints are getting five points in New York. Man, the Saints have lost five in a row. When was the last? It's been a long time since we could say that the Saints have lost five in a row. And to top that off, their electric young player, Deontay Harris, suspended three games for a DUI from this past summer. That's going to hurt them already. Uh, I mean, it's going to hurt them a lot. There's a possibility Alvin Kamara is coming back this week. The Jets, well, we saw what the Jets are um, against the Eagles. There was a part of me that wanted to pick the Jets in this game because basically the Saints are just limping through this season. Taysom Hill in his first start, he runs for 100 yards, but that's what he does. He runs for 100 yards. You know, he threw two touchdown passes, but the Saints team has been notorious for getting off the slow starts this season. The Jets are going to hang around for a while, but because of the Saints personnel and whoever's quarterback in the Jets, I'm going to take the Saints here. All right. Well, you know what? You said you were thinking about taking the Jets. I'll do it. I'll take the Jets. Be bold. This be is, brave. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's have some fun. I'm going with the Jets here. I have no confidence in this pick whatsoever. But the Saints, they've been struggling a lot. Taysom Hill does not look like he's the answer for them at quarterback. Um, and it, it is funny to look back and seeing how far this team, how well this team was playing with Jameis Winston, and to think that there was even a competition between Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston to start the season. It, it looks laughable now with Jameis. James was playing amazing earlier this season. But yeah, the Saints passing attack just doesn't have uh, the, the same effect that it used to. Alvin Kamara coming back is going to be a, a positive. But hey, the, the Jets, honestly, the, to start the game last week, the, the Jets 
offense looked pretty solid against the Eagles. They were throwing the ball pretty well. They were moving it. Elijah Moore, I, I love watching him play. He's a good young too. receiver. Yeah. Um, and uh, you have Jamison Crowder. Um, that, that's a solid Jets team. I mean, it's not solid. They're a horrible team. But but in a game like this, I think the Jets can find a way to get it done. It's in New York. Uh, this is more of a pick against the Saints than it is for the Jets. But let's have some fun. I'm going to take the Jets here at home. Okay. Next, we have a big divisional game. We have the Cowboys at the Washington football team. The Cowboys are getting four points in Washington. Huge game for both teams for obvious reason. Uh, the Cowboys are trying to maintain a solid lead in the NFC East. Uh, this Washington football team, I tell you what, I don't know what Ron Rivera's got them drinking it, but they're drinking a Rivera Kool-Aid. That defense has stepped up the last four games. They're putting strangleholds on people. Um, you know, I, I look at this Taylor Heineke. You know, and he, first of all, he didn't even have a quarterback name, but the kid is fearless. You know, he doesn't make many mistakes. Um, he's very efficient with the football. Their running game has been pounding people. Uh, I know the Cowboys can put up a lot of points in a hurry, but, you know, for some reason, it just doesn't look like the Dak Prescott of old. He's had some great moments, but he has not been consistent as of late. Yes, I, I see the look on your face. I'm taking Washington at home in this game. Oh, all right. You see, I thought I thought for a second that you were just pulling an okie doke on me, but no. uh, I'm going with the Cowboys here. I think uh, they get back on track. Got to run the ball. Got got everything. I sound like a broken record every week. The Cowboys need to start. The first priority for them needs to be running the ball. Uh, when they are able to run the ball effectively and then use Dak in the play-action pass, he's much more effective. And with the whole receiving core being back uh, healthy, I think the Cowboys get it done in Washington this week. I mean, don't forget, I mean, Washington won that game last week. But as you mentioned earlier, Taylor Heineke threw, threw what should have been a pick six at the end of that game. Uh, so the, the Raiders definitely left some plays on the field at the end of that game. So I, I think the Cowboys... Uh, end up beating uh, Washington this week. And next we have the Falcons at the Panthers. The Panthers are getting two and a half points in Carolina. Haven't been able to figure out this uh, Falcons team all season long. Just when you thought they are turning the corner, they resort back to the Falcons of earlier this season. Uh, last week against Tampa Bay, Matt Ryan sacked five times. Uh, you know, the Falcons ran the ball for 121 yards on the Bucks defense, but they only scored 17 points in that game. The Panthers, yeah, Matt Rule fires his offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, said they weren't putting enough points up on the board. And so Matt Rule now is going to call the plays, the offensive plays. And Matt Rule was a good offensive play caller at Temple and when he was down at Baylor. Um, you know, basically right now the Panthers' uh, playoff hopes are on life support. Uh, but I'm going to take I'm going to take the Panthers at home in this game. They're coming off their bye. This is a weird game. It's two teams that every time you count them out, they have a game that they, they just look rejuvenated. Uh, I, I think I'm also going to take the Panthers in this game. And honestly, it's because I think I trust Cam Newton more than I trust Matt Ryan right now. Oh! Uh, and I mean, Matt Ryan, every time I watch him play, it's like he just makes he's he's so inconsistent. It's, it's hard to watch and, and hard to understand. Some of the reads he, he makes just don't really make sense to me. Um, I mean, I get it. The Falcons' receiving core is not what it used to be. Uh, Julio Jones obviously being traded this past offseason. Calvin Ridley going through um, his personal uh, problems off, off the field. 
But yeah, I, I just don't really know what I'm seeing with this Falcons team. Cordero Patterson has been an amazing find for them. Uh, he's been one of the most fun players to watch. But uh, I think I'm going to go with the Panthers here. And again, I don't feel confident in this pick. Uh, this game can go either way. Next, we have the Seahawks at the Texans. The Seahawks are getting seven and a half points in Houston. Seahawks, big divisional win against the 49ers. Everybody thought uh, the 49ers were uh, that team making a move upward. And boy, did they take a setback losing that game to Seattle. Seahawks are going nowhere fast. They're four and eight. Um, you know, they're playing out the season, basically. Uh, will this be Russell Wilson's last year? In a Seahawks uniform, that remains to be seen. Texans got blanked by the Colts, 31-0. Uh, the Texans, you know, 2-10 at this point. Uh, they're basically another team that's uh, already uh, calling their tee times in, getting ready for the offseason. Uh, Seattle, you know, not playoff worthy this year, but they're good enough to beat the Texans on the road. Yep, I fully agree with you. That When it comes down to it, one of these teams has Russell Wilson and the other one doesn't. So <laughs> I'm also going with this with the Seahawks. Um, this shouldn't be too much too much problem for Seattle. Uh, next we have the Lions at the Broncos. The Broncos are getting eight and a half points in Denver. When you get a taste of champagne, you want the bottle. And the, the Lions finally got a taste of winning as they shocked the world and upset the Vikings. Uh, the Broncos disappointing loss to Kansas City in Kansas City. They could only muster nine points. Broncos sit right at sea level, but still very much in the playoff picture. Uh, the Lions have had their, their their glorious moment for the season. No, Daniel, I'm not picking the Lions. I'm picking the Broncos at home. You thought you were going to get that one easy. Uh, I'm no, taking no, the Broncos I, at home. You know, it's, it's funny. Actually, I was considering taking the Lions, but I'm going to go with the Broncos here. And when it comes down to it, I'm taking the Broncos because of their running attack. I really like Javante Williams. I like what I've seen so, from him so far this year. Um... And man, Pastor Tan has had an amazing rookie year so far. And I think he's going to have a big game again this week going up against Jared Goff. Um, and then it's never it's never easy to go into Denver and get a win. Not only do you have to deal with the climate, you have to deal with uh, like the weather, uh, the fans over there go crazy. It's going to be a tough place for the Lions to go after getting their first win of the season last year. Uh, so I'm going with the Broncos here. Next, we have the Giants at the Chargers. The Chargers are getting 10 points at home in L.A. Well, since Daniel Jones not playing, I'm not surprised they're getting 10 points at home. Uh, the Chargers, man, they put a beat down on the Bengals on the road. Uh, I mean, they smoked the Bengals. I was shocked that they put up 41 points on that Bengals team. But the Chargers, uh, it's right there in the AFC West, they're not going away easy. Still hard to figure out this Chargers team. Uh, they play great one game. They have a, a relapse the next game. They're not about to relapse right now, not against this Giants team that could barely put up nine points against the Dolphins. Um, so I'm going to take definitely take the Chargers at home. They're, they're, moving, they're trying to move in the right direction. I think they get this one with ease. I agree. I'm also taking the Chargers. The Giants have shown us nothing outside of beating the Eagles, uh, which was, again, a terrible loss for the Eagles. Um, getting, I mean, only putting up nine points against Miami, albeit Daniel Jones was out for, uh, for a lot of that game. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers here. They seem to be figuring things out. And I say that with some caution because every time I think this Chargers team has it figured out, they, they put up a dud. Uh, so... This should be an easy win for the Chargers, but who knows with the with the Chargers? And I feel like that's kind of been a a, a common theme for them over their franchise history. So I'll take the Chargers with the points. 
And if I'm wrong, I won't be surprised. <laughs> uh, next, we have the Niners at the Bengals. The Niners are getting one and a half points in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, I can't figure this one out. You know, obviously, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, odds makers feel they know something that we don't know. All I do know is that this Bengals team has to bounce back. They know what's at stake here. They're 75, just like the team that they lost to the Chargers, who was 75. So they will lose any tiebreakers to the Chargers. They have to they have to get to where they're going. 49ers trying to shake off that loss to Seattle. If this game was in in, in California, I'd take the Niners. But because it's in Cincinnati, I look for the Bengals to bounce back in a big way here. I agree. I'm also taking the Bengals. And honestly, I don't think that loss to the Chargers was as bad as the scoreboard kind of made it seem. Uh, But it comes down to it, that game really swung on uh, Joe Mixon's fumble that turned into a fumble return uh, uh, for a touchdown by the Chargers. Because the Bengals had all the momentum going into that drive. They were over half field driving again. And then the the, the Chargers just take the score the the touchdown and that pretty much uh, ended the game. So I think the Bengals, outside of that one mistake, were very much in that game. They could have won that game. So I'm also taking the Bengals at home here against the Niners. That that Niners loss to uh, Seattle was worse than yeah, it was worse than the Bengals loss to the Chargers, in my opinion. So I'm also going to take the Bengals here. Next, we have what could be or what could be one of the, the games of the week. We have the Bills at the Bucks. The Bucks are getting three and a half points in Tampa. The Brady Bunch at home. Uh, Tom Brady finds a way to will his team to a win whenever needed. You know, uh, Tampa Bay is right there behind uh, Arizona for the top seed in the NFC. They're neck and neck with Green Bay right now. Uh, so it's a tight race for that top seed in the NFC. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. They couldn't even even beat New England at home in a snow windstorm. They barely put up 10 points on New England. Uh, there's no need to think that they're going to go down to Tampa and beat the Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Bucs at home in this game. All right. I am going to take the Bills oh, on the road in this game. Okay. I think this is a bounce back. That defense was uh, insulted, I feel like, uh, after um, the, the, the Patriots were able to do what they did and the interviews after the game, the press conference, um, reporters asking the, the Bills uh, players if they should be uh, embarrassed by the defensive effort uh, that, that they put that they put up. And they were obviously offended by that question. Yep, absolutely. I mean, outside of outside of the Damian Harris touchdown run. Right. They didn't they weren't giving up anything that that was that would have been a, a seven to ten win for them outside of that that huge run. So I think the Bills bounce back here. This is a team, obviously, with a great aerial attack, and I don't I don't expect uh, there to be 40 mile per hour winds in Tampa Bay this weekend. So I'm going with the Bills. I think the Bills get it done this week. Yeah, you know what? The Bills can be as frustrated as they want, but the bottom line is, you lost to a team that threw the ball three times and they ran through your defense for 222 yards in your backyard, you could do nothing about it. So if anything, instead of being upset with the reporter who asked the question, you should be looking in the mirror. How did you let that happen in your backyard when you basically knew they were going to run the ball all night on you and you couldn't stop it? That's true. But in my opinion, that 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 kind of that weather circumstance really 
does favor the Patriots. Um, no, the, no, 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 the, no. The Bills, the Bills' entire offense is predicated on throwing the ball. They're used to you, playing in that weather. They play in that weather, that Lake uh, Erie effect weather. They play in that stuff all the time. There is no excuse. Now, losing the game is one thing. But to get freight trained in a running game, the way they got freight trained, that's inexcusable. I think if you give somebody that, that kind of volume and what with one big run uh, early in the game, I think those stats are a little bit skewed. I, I don't think that the Patriots had that great of a game uh, as, as the score uh, showed, showed that it did. I watched that. I mean, we watched that game. I just don't think I don't think the, the, the Patriots had as good of a game as some people are saying that they did. They played a lot smarter than Buffalo did. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I just I'm just saying I think that's that kind of game plan suits the Patriots a lot better than it suits the Bills. All right, we're gonna find out. All right, uh, next we have the Bears at the Packers on Sunday night. For some reason, the Bears are on primetime television again. Uh, and the Packers are 12 and a half point favorites in the Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, the last time they met earlier in this season, said, "I own you." He owns Chicago. He's 22 and five all time against the Bears. When Matt Nagy was asked uh, yesterday um, about, hey, do you did you know that Aaron Rodgers said he owned you? Matt Nagy's response was, we are aware of it. Now, when the Bears and the Packers get together, it's not just football. This is a backyard grudge match. And, you know, pride is at stake here. The Bears are going nowhere fast, but they would love to knock the, the Packers down a peg and upset their hopes of getting that top seed in the NFC. Justin Fields is going to be back this week. Uh, you know, he's older now. He's not a rookie anymore. The first time the Packers played him, he was definitely a rookie. He's not a rookie anymore, but he's coming off the rib injury. Hasn't played in a few weeks, several weeks. But Aaron Rodgers and those boys know what's at stake. Uh, they'll be re- ready. Packers win it, and I'm taking the points as well. Yeah, I love the I love the quote that you mentioned about Matt Nagy saying that they're aware of Aaron Rodgers saying that he owns them. I just don't think the Bears have anything to they they don't have anything on their team that, that can make them do something about it. Um, I'm taking the Packers here. I think they're going to steamroll them. And to be honest, here's my bold pick of the week. I don't think the Bears get to double get to double digits in this game. Well, Green Bay is not a team that that closes out teams. They just find a way to win. So they may let the Bears back in this game if they get a comfortable lead on them. Um, so the Bear, I think the Bears will get double digit and point, digit points. But I think it'll be like in the teens, at the very most, low twenties in this game. Uh, but they'll get those points based on the Packers having this game in hand. I can see that. But I'm yeah. gonna. This is my bold pick, though. I'm. I'm, I'm throwing it out there I'm, I'm going with the Packers and I think the Bears I'm going to say 9 points for the Bears this week <laughs> okay uh, next on Monday night now this is the game of the week we have the Rams at the Cardinals the Cardinals are, are 2.5 point favorites in Arizona well let's see uh, the Cardinals lead the NFC West at 10-2 and two. the Rams are 2 games behind them at 8-4 and four. Uh, they both have 5 games left to play the Rams remember the Rams remembered when Arizona earlier this season went up the coast and smoked them in their own backyard. Now, since then, they've added Von Miller to a defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. But, you know, sometimes an all-star team is not the best team. Kyler Murray's back. DeAndre Hopkins is back. You saw what they did, that combination did to the Bears uh, just this past Sunday. Arizona's going to be ready. They're on primetime TV. Arizona's not losing this game at home. They're going to be three games up on the Rams when it's all said and done. All right. Well, I'm going to take the Rams. 
And I think it's all because of how, how badly the, the Cardinals beat them uh, earlier in the season. I think the Rams kind of got back to what their offense was doing early in the season last week uh, against the Jags. As I said, the Jags are a great team to get your season back on track. Uh, this is a huge, huge game, and I think the Rams get it. find a way to get it done. If I'm being honest, I don't know how they're going to get it done because Arizona has been amazing this year. But this is a game I'm looking forward to. I can't wait to watch Jalen Ramsey go up against DeAndre Hopkins. That's going to be amazing, uh, amazing to watch. Yeah, let's let's go with the Rams. I'll take the Rams here on Monday night in Arizona. Wow, we've got like uh, five differences this week. So somebody's going to be beating their chest next week when we look back on week number 14. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. This is probably, I think, the most we've disagreed in a week yet. Mm. Can't wait to figure it all out. All right, that's going to wrap up the week 14 edition of Jumping the Gun. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. For Dan, I'm Derek. And, of course, we'll see you back here next week as we recap week number 14 and move ahead to week 15. And, by the way, you notice we did mention the Eagles because the Eagles are off this week. They're resting up and healing up for a crucial stretch run that entails four division games, and two of them are against the team they're chasing right now, not the Dallas Cowboys, but that Washington football team, who right now, they are the number six seed in the NFC. And along with the Eagles who are on a bye this week, so are the Colts, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. So until next time, so long, everybody. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.